This podcast uses bad words. There. It's on you now. Get over it. And we are live. Oh. And my microphone is on. And your microphones are on. And everybody can hear us. And everybody can see us. And everyone's in the right place. <sighs> Good morning, everybody. It is Sunday morning. It is time for some Dungeons and Dragons. I am St. Brian, otherwise known as Brian Wiggins, your dungeon master for this morning. Uh, and before we get into today's adventure, we should probably introduce the Dramatis Persona, and everyone can introduce who they are and who they're playing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Normally so, do like, and we're starting. And we're starting with... with... You have to guide us through this sorry. process, Sorry, oh, I'm Brian. sorry. I, I'm sorry. Uh, you have to... For one, I'm not awake enough to make these choices on my own. Yes, I need a true. guiding hand. So over oh, so here, we... to my yeah, left... Stop poking me. No. <laughs> that would be really good if, we could, if you could get a pen coming through the other side there. Like, uh, oh, stop, like, stop, hold on. Stop. <laughs> stop. Is it this If thing? you could actually do that to me, like, this would not work. <laughs> Is it like this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. And coming through. I'm... <laughs> All right. Yes, we're terrible. Anyway, uh, beginning with. Anyways. Anyways. Mm, I yeah. will feature it since last week was too cute. This this week is significantly less cute. Kind of cool. Yes. Um, I am Clues playing Dread My Gem Weaver Tinker Norm Extraordinaire. I'm getting pop ups. Go away. You're distracting me. <laughs> She's already in character, um. guys. <laughs> <laughs> and it was no shiny. Steam's like, yeah, Steam's like, hello, you want this? No, 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 stop, 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 not, stop. Not now, not now, later. Not, no, not listen, yet, Steam, not. I will tell you when I want something, because then I will buy it. <laughs> and then you will know that I wanted it. Big <laughs> facts, big facts. Stop you and your predictive algorithm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We've got this queue for you. This queue is full of shit. <laughs> but uh, we made it for you. And it's full of shit. <laughs> Continuing, Don't do this again. Continuing around the horn. To my right. Hi. I'm, I'm Yvonne, also known as Viking Goat. I play Sonny's Chunk Trent. Nature Domain Cleric. Shaped like a friend. Shaped, friend shaped person. Yes. Thing. And now to my, uh, to my right and below. Me? Yes, yeah. you. <laughs> you're gonna just have to say the bald yeah. guy the go bald. well it doesn't narrow it down <laughs> anyway it does narrow it down because it, obviously brian's not going to introduce himself twice oh that'd be cool <laughs> <laughs> brian just does all the introductions all the voices I'm mostly important all the, so. all the dice rolling he just he's we're just here um <laughs> I am Blind Cleric, playing Hugon Valander, human fighter, um, who has uh, wandered off on his own uh, purpose and intent to the 
wilds of Sigil. And, um, yeah, so that's a thing. Uh, <laughs> I am un- I am unsupervised in at the <laughs> conjunction of I all need planes. An adult. No, I don't need an adult. <laughs> adults would only make oh, adults would only only hinder me. <laughs> and it's too early. You normally last... wait for like halfway through the game. Oh, and it's puppy time. Uh, for those <gasps> in the podcast, uh, Cruz is getting attacked by be mauled by, by a puppy. Uh, but while she is being mauled. Last, but by no means least. Oh, hi. Uh, I'm Roz, also known as Purple Monkey Robots. But today, I'll be playing Eno, the tiefling bard uh, in the Hinderlands. Ooh. That's going to be the new of album. Sigil. That's the uh, that's the, that's the new album. That'll be Where we'll be, we'll be hindering Hugo. Hinderlands. Hinder. Not hinter. Hinder. Time. Um... So yeah, this is uh, this is Team X, Team Xenagog, uh, an uh, official franchise of Acquisitions Incorporated that operates out of Pinedale with exclusive rights to the Chondalwood region. But as was just mentioned, they currently find themselves in the City of Doors in Sigil. Uh, a nexus of sorts of interplanar travel. And they had gone there with uh, varying goals in mind that uh, we just absolutely did not forget what they were last week. And we're just waiting until this week to tell you what they were. It had nothing to do with us not remembering from what happened from several games ago at all. No, we're just it didn't happen it's just not what it is um but while there uh as again was previously mentioned uh hugon had uh wandered off <clears throat> to find blood 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 i wish Ooh. i wish we did have that uh to find blood uh to con- uh, concoct a ritual of sorts that uh has some un- might be having some unforeseen consequences or repercussions or we don't know yet but uh, the mask that uh, he has worn into battle uh, to this point, known as Delotha, has morphed into something of a more organic nature. And that... hmm, um, there's a there's it... but I'm trying to remember. There is a. Uh... Continue. Okay, I'm, I'm, I was like, I'm, I'm, I, oh, I thought. When I find it, I'll let you know. Okay, um, but also <laughs> while there, they were also greeted by Grandmama Gemweaver, um, uh, who has a shop there in uh, in Sigil, uh, where she quickly got them off the streets because you know sometimes it's Sigil is not a safe place. It is. It is a. It is a. It is a place that you have to have. Yeah, you got to keep your wits about you, because if you don't, bad things can happen. Um, but she, uh, Grandmama Gemweaver, has taken the team down into her workshop, which is below the front business that she runs, a, uh, a bakery, because, you know, little Grandma Tinker Gnome runs a little bakery. But underneath are the uh, actual, the we'll say the Gemweaver Skunk Works, where uh, artificers are all tinker gnomes are building things and doing what tinker gnomes do and who knows what kind of 
shenanigans and chicanery and tomfoolery that they're getting up to. But that is where we currently lay our scene. Um, uh, Grandmama Jem Weaver had brought the team um, back into her little workshop area in the in, in the sub basement of Jem Weaver's goods and sundries, and um, has brought the team in there, which right now just includes uh, Thunak, Eno, and Dren, and Alexi, and uh, who has been tagging along very silently. He's he's a very he's a very quiet traveling companion. Um, um and uh yes uh she has uh she has brought you there and, and brought you some tea because you know tea that's what grandmas do and there's some biscuits some some warm some hot biscuits that are brought down um fresh out of the oven because again if grandma runs a bakery and you're not getting fresh baked goods there's a miss right um, Maybe she hates you, so uh, I mean, there could be that. Nah, Grandma Ma Jim Weaver does not hate them. Um, oh, I'm just saying. <laughs> so, but I mean, you... not everybody is entitled to free shit upon walking into a door. Uh, so. But, <laughs> but uh, so her workshop uh, was in the back of this um, longer sub basement. Um, uh, she cl- she has closed the, these double. Well, she didn't close actually. The bar these these double thick uh, oaken. Uh, double barn doors uh, that were high enough, that were uh, tall enough to allow Thunuk to walk through uh, unimpeded. Um, close behind her, uh, behind all of you, on it's seemingly their own mechanism. Um, you're not sure if you hear a slight hiss of like steam or something like that as it as they close behind you. Um, you're not sure entirely that the doors were built because she was intending for tall people to be able to pass beneath them or Dren you think it's more because uh of the things that she sometimes builds are big and you know when you're building things you need to make sure that you have the ability to get the thing out of the room because every t- every artificer mm-hmm. every tinker has done this where you build the thing and then it turns out in your workshop and it's great it's perfect but it won't fit out the door I'm not scared to admit that IRL I have built things and then forgot the it won't fit through the door and have taken out doors and walls. <laughs> it's it it has happened. Um, mm-hmm. I'm also worried that we lost Yvonne. I'm not sure if he's asleep. <laughs> Even better, he fell asleep. He's deep in thought. He's imagining. He's 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 deep he's imagining. Imagineering. He's not imagining. He's imagineering. He's imagineering. He's going in deep. Um, and um, deepest of sleeps. <laughs> he he uh, uh so. Uh, but they close behind you in there. You see, she has like a central work station, a long workshop table that is um, uh, that is uh, gnome sized. So it's nor it's of gnomish proportions. Everything in there is of gnomish proportions. Um, so she's. Oh, got... I'm picturing everyone else is Uh-oh. going to be extremely uncomfortable, except for me and Grandmama. Uh, well, it's, it's more like, uh, I think there would be like a sense of, um, it's like for Eno and Thunuk, it's more of a sense of, uh, not vertigo, but a little like, uh, things are, you feel much taller than you usually do. You know, it's like, (laughs) 
because it, 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 because it's not like it's like dollhouse sized where your brain can immediately be like oh that is a dollhouse no these are all the exact right proportions for someone who is approximately a quarter of your size um yeah. so it's a little just every now and again it's going it's like you kind of have to like readjust your equilibrium to take all that in and You're sitting on my and uh, but she has the long, uh, the big station in the middle, where it looks like she has a few different projects going, and then she yeah. has um, uh, there's workbenches all along. I mean the walls are just if it if there's like a workbench that's sort of built into the wall that goes around the entire room, and then uh, beneath it and above it is just storage, uh, whether it's like uh, tools mounted to the wall uh, or you know tools hanging on the wall, little various. Uh, nooks and crannies that uh, uh, of her of a organizational system of her own design for where she keeps all of her little spare parts and everything, uh, you know, washers, nuts, bolts, screws, um, springs, and drawers and everything. And it does it, it's actually a very um, surprisingly immaculate space. Uh, working though, I mean, in that it is there are projects that are being worked on. You could see throughout the throughout the room. But it's not like it's not a state of um, disarray uh, or, or, or disorganization or chaos. It is very much a working space. And you can see where almost each project looks like they're um, working. Uh, it has its own like little space where, OK, this is where this project is being made. This is where this project is being made. But she has one of the other gnomes from upstairs come down and and bring in some uh, a, a platter of of a. Uh, warm uh w warm uh uh bread uh war warm things right out of the whoop, hang on sorry uh uh you got distracted mid bread i did uh uh listen bread you smell bread and it's just like oh. and there's you said nice tea and everything it so triggers she, the bread mechanism in the brain it does and it's a very primal primal genetically encoded it thing. says this is now the most important thing all the things that you were talking about are less important than the bread. And you know what? Most of the time, that's accurate. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I know that like when my uncle was DMing and my aunt pulled out the fresh sourdough, I was like, this is going to be on hold for a minute. Whilst I eat. Um, so she brings all this stuff down to you. And uh, she like sits back on one of the stools that she has on her workbench next to her workbench. And you can see, you know, she's got her, she, got, she has her, uh, her staff. Kind of helps you know, climbs up a little bit, you know, creaky bones and all that, and she sits down with a. Uh, yeah, she sits. Considering down. she should be dead, she's got to be like past the point of old. Considering <laughs> you should be dead, I'm close. Like... I'm also not entirely human. You're a gnome, of course not. <laughs> not entirely gnome, full gnome. There's there's parts, um, and she sits down. And she looks at you, and she's <sighs> always feel good to get off your feet there. Uh, all right, girl. So you've been making noise for months now. I mean, I could hear. Depends on I, what you consider noise. I'm always uh, making noise. You know, no, I mean other than that. I mean like not not your normal, <laughs> not your normal noise. You know what I'm talking about. You, you and your friends here have been making quite a ruckus. If I that if that if I'm able to hear it all the way over here. I'm able to hear the noise. I mean, I could hear you coming through the bush from a 
from from a mile away. It was just, oh man, what 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 have I always told you? What have I always told you about that? What's the first thing I taught you about being about being a tinker? Control your chaos. That is correct. Well, it's a good thing you came to see Grandma Massa. Maybe we can get you up, make it get you straight. So, but aside from all the other bullshit that you've been causing out there, what is <laughs> what? How? What, what? Why are you here? Oh, let's see. Why are we here? We're here. We're here for Lexi, aren't we? We're here to figure out where that whole thing came from, right? Mm-hmm. Just out of character. Out of character, yeah. yes. Uh, that, out of character. If I remember right, it was all this Lexi business that it was like. Well, there, I mean, there's a, there was a lot of questions that seemed to have come up over the previous, you know, two and a half seasons. That it was like Grandma well, and Gem Weaver have been around for a spell, and she yeah, knows a thing. I think or two. just for what Dren was there for mm-hmm. that, I think that was my immediate thing. Yeah, the most immediate thing so, was that uh, that that sh- that. Uh, hang on, we got we got we're our Viking order now, aren't we? we're back hi sorry it's okay um so yeah the the most pressing and immediate thing was to find out what had happened to alexi when he had shown back up and that why is he appeared yeah. to be a cyborg um uh but i know in general it was uh when i look back at my notes it was you know there were some general questions that you you were you had in mind because grandmama has been around for quite some time and has seen some shit and uh, she's seen some things and some stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's like she might be a, a font of information. So, but that was, that's all the OOC stuff. So, um, and just to bring, bring, uh, bring Thunic back up to speed. Uh, in Grandma Gem Weaver's workshop, doors big enough for big things to be rolled out of there, big projects. So Thunic was able to get in, no problem. But all the workbenches and everything are gnome proportioned. So um, it's even smaller looking for Thunic. He's absolutely delighted at the juxtaposition of doors that fit him, but things that do not. <laughs> and she has brought in uh, warm buns from the, she had some warm buns from the bakery upstairs brought in with some tea. Um, uh, but again, the teacups are probably gnomish sized as well. Um, you know, so it'd be very, you know, you know, little tiny little tiny little sips, but she has that set up, um, and this is where we find ourselves. We find ourselves, and she is asked, "How can I help y'all?" I think I would go over to where um, Eno and Lexi are, and kind of like drag Lexi forward, mm-hmm. and do like the show, like this. What? And point at Eno. It's like, bleh. Uh, by the way, this bread is great, uh, Grandma Dren, Dren Weaver. Uh, oh, well, Je- ain't, Jem- ain't, Jem- you, Weaver. ain't you sweet. Yeah, uh, and, and he takes us. Oh, oh, you can call me Naughty. Oh, Naughty. Oh, yes, uh, I'm Eno, uh, and this is my friend Alexi. And, you know, a while back... Uh, I, I mean, who knows how long it really has been, but a while back I was supposed to meet my friend Alexi in Waterdeep, and um, and he never showed up, and then I got poor, uh, sort of teleported to uh, a monastery, and it's the same monastery that Alexi 
was from. And that's where I met your granddaughter and uh, became part of her group. Uh, but something happened to my friend Alexi, perhaps at the same time that I was teleported, not sure. But around that time that I was supposed to meet him, he disappeared and perhaps went to the shadow fell, perhaps died, perhaps was turned into an agent of shadow. Not sure what's going on. I myself have been investigating certain, uh, certain methods of shadow, certain councils of shadow. Perhaps they had something oh, to do with this. Have they come back again? I oh. think they've always been here. Ah, they, they come and they go. They're just, they're a damn nuisance is what they are. Sticking their noses in where it don't belong. Just, ooh, we're well, the shadow the... council. Ooh, look, we're going to do things now. We're going to be. Yeah, they've they've certainly done a lot. Um, but the uh, long and the short of it is he seems to be some kind of half robot now. And for that, she gets like a little cocked eyebrow and she looks at him and goes, all right, come on over here. Let me have, let me have a look. Let me have a look at you. <laughs> I'm to go dissect him. And she like has this, you know, the glasses that are hanging from the chain around her neck and she pulls them up. And then you can see, though, that she like makes some like adjustments like to the glasses. Like she like is like rotating something and uh, like the eyes get like really big, you know, like like the, like it's like the magnifying effect. And she pulls Alexi down, and she's like looking at him, and she like open, open, open your mouth, and say ah, and he looks in there, and like she's like looking up, uh, you know, looking up in his nose there, and she's checking his ears, and he pulls his eyelid down a little bit, so you know, does like the eye check, and uh, well, you are a nice piece of work, though, ain't you? Hmm. Mind if I take a closer look at you to see what see what we could find out? Oh, like, oh, oh, can I help? Oh, certainly, dear, certainly, dear. Uh, uh, go get the. Uh... You can help by not helping. <laughs> uh, do me a favor. Go get the. Uh, go get the uh, scanning spanner. Okay. We'll and so and she like clears off a little space around in one of the work tables, at, in the middle there, a little space there, and she uh, has Alexi lay down on it, and then she like pulls something from it's like a sheet of glass she pulls from underneath the table and it like folds up uh in front of the table so now you have alexi laying on the table and a sheet of glass there and you come over with the tool that she has requested and she like and maybe some extra knives <laughs> aha and tools no not we're not dissecting him that's not no no i do want to i do want to um do the thing where what I did last time. I'm not a mimic. Like, what and the knife says, I'm not a mimic. <laughs> um, what did I have to do? I had to like punch him or something and then it had a reaction. You don't. Remember that? You, you don't. You don't. Girls, go sit on your hands. <laughs> you, yeah. you, you stop it right now. <laughs> that was helpful. Don't no, fuck don't, off. Don't, don't sass me, girl. <laughs> so. And so she, like, you can see she, like, um, starts, like, she she uh, uh, takes this tool that 
looks kind of like a screwdriver, even though that's not what a spanner is. It's just this is what she's called it. It looks kind of like a screwdriver, but it's got like an odd bend, a, like a kink in the middle of it. And she inserts it in the side of in the side of the work table. There was uh, it looks like there was like a little slot she was able to reveal and uh, and turns it on. And there's like a a whirring and a humming um, of uh, uh, from somewhere inside the table. And the screen, it's uh, the, the, the glass itself gets like a blue sheen to it. And then uh, it basically, if you, when, when she's looking at it and you can see uh, uh, through the screen, you can see Alexi, but then like superimposed is like all like these inner workings uh, where you're seeing like in the one arm, it's a, and she's like, looking at and she like grabs some and she like just pushes it up there and it like grabs like a picture of so she's doing a lot of like the uh uh minority report thing you know or the new star trek stuff where it's like all, oh yeah we're just gonna do it. and she's like grabbing pictures of it and blowing things up and everything and you can see and she's like and she's like moving all around and here you're seeing like the breakdown of like his anatomy and you can see that there are some there's organic parts that are still in there but for the most part it looks like a lot of metal parts that have been crammed in to him and she's like oh well okay that's that's an interesting configuration right there i didn't i didn't think about that but that's a that's interesting way to all right and there's the power cores power cord goes in and she's like you can see she's like sort of talking to herself as she's like looking at how she's at all the different pieces there and she's like huh this is some of the best work they've ever done. Well, that's interesting. What's this here? And she like is looking at like one specific like it looks like a on the um a, a, on the scanning pane here. It's like a um a, a sphere that appears to have uh it's like blue and purple like colors swirling inside of it. And she's like. And she like blows it up and she's like looking at it and she's like, huh, why are there two though? There should only be one. She turns to you, Eno, and she says, has he been glitching out? Not super recently, but when we first found him, he, he had some issues. Like with, what? Like, uh, what? like, like. Like, just all of a sudden, some rockets would come out of his arm and things like that. But I haven't noticed it real recently. Unless he's just been doing it and I've, I'm not paying attention. I don't know. I think he's got two different operating systems working on him right now at the same time. And, Drenmai, what do we know about operating systems? Ugh, some don't talk to each other, and it's really exactly. annoying. Exactly. Yes. All right. You haven't paying attention. Uh, yeah. You big one. What? What? <laughs> what, what, you, what? You want? Uh, firstly, more tea, please. Holds up a tiny little cup, like a. Oh, I'm sorry, dear. And she then like... and he says, "What's an operating system? <sighs> Is that what we all look like inside? Because I've seen people oh. inside, and sometimes they don't look like that. No, that's not what everybody looks like inside. Oh, he, you, you are sweet, aren't you? Uh, me... Dremai, why don't you explain to your friend? I want to make sure you've been keeping up on your uh, keeping up on your studies. 
operating system. <laughs> How would you describe an operating system to your friend here? How would I describe an operating system to someone that doesn't have any understanding of anything electrical? Um, He knows souls and stuff like that, so... Yeah, that's what I was trying to go with. It's like, you know how you feel drawn to the four. Uh-huh. And they'll talk to you. And they'll ask you to do things. That's kind of like what an operating system is. It gives you its and its function. It allows you to do stuff because of it. I'm like picturing all these kinds of like leaf tendrils and stuff going on very nature and it doesn't like now I'm picturing circuit boards made out of vines and stuff and it's really funny. So so I so he's got two of those things, swirly like things. So I have four? No. So uh, your four is considered uh, one. And then uh, it'd be like if you started worshiping, you know, another god and they were both at the same time. Uh, well, I don't know how 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 the four feel about that exactly he's getting it i think he understands exactly so you could understand it... if you had two different te two different people telling you what to do and those two things weren't always in agreement yeah it'd be very confusing yeah Aha. just just it's like you with the four and then out of nowhere you were also worshiping lolf <laughs> you know they're well, not gonna get along real great so mm -mm. it's it's mm -mm. not gonna it won't work. When you guys got him, uh, is he still is he still under warranty? I never saw any paperwork, so my guess is no. Hmm. I mean, <laughs> I, I warranty. Then raises his hand again. Uh. Question for the question from the big boy in the back there. Yes, dear. May I have more tea? <laughs> oh, help yourself. Help yourself. I I'll go to the kitchen and I'll go find like the biggest barrel. <laughs> from this point on, he's basically just always pouring the tea into this tiny little simple cup and, and drinking it and being very polite and just paying very close attention, not understanding anything. Uh well. I think you best get him. I mean, this is this is some fine work right here, but there is obviously a design flaw here, and that you got two separate operating systems working at the same time that are very obviously in conflict with each other. I think you best take him back and uh, take him back to the manufacturer and make sure that he uh, get him serviced. He doesn't remember where he came from. Well, I think he, I think this happened to him in the shadow, in the shadow fell. Oh no, boy! This is not from the shadow fell. It's not. Oh no, no, no! He's not. This is not a. This is not a creation of a shadow. Shadow fell couldn't put work together this fine. No, but Miss Drenmai, you're disappointing me again. You can't figure out where he's from. What is the second thing I always told you about artificing? <laughs> Search for the manufacturing codes. <laughs> yes, you always put your name on it. <laughs> you make something, you, you make sure people take know. Apart. <laughs> one, one way to get to it, girl. I can't <sighs> afford your table yet, so no, I can't don't look need the table. Of things. <sighs> All right. 
Well, first of all, we'll talk about that later, girl. This here, you look at this and you look at this, and she starts pointing out like the different like design features here. She's like, you look at this, you look at this, you look at this, right? This, this would normally tell you this is Ravnican design, and more specifically, it's is it, but nah, we could tell there's this, this, and this. And she's pointing out, pointing out a couple other pieces there, and she goes, so this isn't from them. I mean, it was inspired by, but you can see there's this part here. It looks like this came right from Toral. So, nah, I'm gonna go ahead and say that. This is probably the work, in fact, I am sure of it, this is the work of the Machine Imperium. Ain't you, ain't you in Pinedale now? You cut out, so I didn't hear ain't, what it was. Ain't you in Pinedale, uh, the Machine Imperium, ain't, ain't you in, ain't you in Pinedale now, girl? <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes, but <laughs> you mean you haven't run into them yet? I don't think we have, right? Have you ever walked what? east far, oh, never mind. <laughs> All right, hang on a second. She brings the screen back down and slides it away. She helps, you know, Alexi up off the table. And she goes over to one of her tables and she scrawls out a note um, uh, and, uh, and hands it to you. And she goes, all right, I'm guessing, oh, hang on. Your big boy there, he's the one that gets you around, ain't he? You, and yep, she, like, and she, like, and she like, kind of like, she points at you, Thun, and she goes, you know your way around a map, don't you? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So she pulls out one piece of paper and she hands it to you. She goes, here's your directions for how you're going to find the manufacturer. This is where you're going to find the, find where your where your friend here was made so you can get him serviced. And here, and she hands you, Drenmai, she hands you another note. She goes, this is what's going to get you in the door. All right, now I'm calling in a favor to get you in there. You're, you're lucky. You're lucky you <laughs> know you someone knows someone. <laughs> ah, yes, dear. So, but you best take him to get serviced, because if what y'all been stirring up is what I think it is, <laughs> y'all gonna need as much help as as you can get, and this ain't this ain't tenable. What he's got going on here? Is he gonna die? Well, I mean, if someone kills him, yeah. That's usually how it works, but no, nah, he's not. He doesn't have a self-destruct button, does he? Sometimes they build that. I don't understand why they ever build that stuff in. That's just it. Doesn't, it doesn't ever seem to go well for anyone. Because as soon as you put in a self-destruct button, listen. What is the third thing I always told you about artificing? About putting not in buttons. Blows up. <laughs> everything blows up, and it. And the corollary of that is, if there's a button, what happens? You push it. Yes, so if you have a self-destruct button, what is going to happen? <laughs> Fun. Fireworks. Explosions. Is that, uh, uh, is that Deus Ex Machina? <laughs> when yes. You, when you hit the self-destruct button? You best tell your friend to shut up with that nonsense. I do not have time for that. <laughs> I have not lived oh. as long as I have to be putting up with that. You best tell him. Not, you knock that off. I'm I'm sorry, Grandma. Yeah, you zero you're, puns. You're, you're a you're a nice boy. I like you. But don't push it. Don't push the button either. No, there. Don't push the button. Oh, do not push the button. So, um. But she gives you she gives you some information as to where where you can take him in for servicing. And and all that. 
And she says, all right, now, aside from this, aside, is this, is this the only reason? Is this what it takes to have you come out here and visit me? Mm, no, just the letter. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, if I may, uh, Grandma, uh, or Naughty, sorry. Um, Naughty, have you ever heard of the King of Dragons? Oh, yeah, Bahamut? Why haven't you heard of him? Everyone's heard of him. Oh, him. Yeah, who else would you be talking about? Unless well, he, he didn't retire, did he? I haven't seen him in so long. I just know something. I heard something about the beggar with the seven canaries. And. Oh, is he still doing that? And and apparently he met with the king of dragons. And the king of dragons might know something about the shadow council. Oh, those. I'm, I'm trying. Now, that's a trick he likes to do, and he likes to walk around with, you know, with little folk, common folk, with, with the human, with the, with the mortal types. He likes to put on that disguise of his, so that way he can walk around. He, like, he likes people. He likes to see what they got to say and what they're thinking about. And, and uh, so that's, that's, the little, that's the disguise he likes to put on. He doesn't like to put on airs. You know, some of these guys like to come on down and make a big old show of them showing up. And, oh, look at me. I'm a god. I'm walking amongst y'all. And it's like, oh, whatever. You're nothing without all the people that are worshiping you. Just shut up and sit down and get your nose out of my business. But, nah, he likes just to walk. He likes to, to take in the sights. But he likes to do it uh, incognito. So that's, that's his little... Uh, his little disguise there is 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 as a he likes to walk around like a like a beggar, so and don't me, do not mess with those canaries. You didn't mess with the canaries, did you? No, no, oh. I know, I I know, I, I'm I'm familiar with the canaries. I heard a story about them, uh, but now I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to contact the Shadow Council. Oh, have, what are they up to now? Well. I don't know, but they did something, and I'm trying to find out why they did it. What did they do? Well, when I was just a kid, my sister and I lived in this orphanage in the Underdark, and... It burned down, and my sister died. And I met this bard, and the bard said that he could he could get my sister to say what happened. So we went back into the burned-out orphanage, and we found her body. And he cast a spell. And I asked her what happened. And she said, may our labors please you. Mm. And I've been trying to figure out what that means 
for the last 15 years. And it seems like the Shadow Council had something to do with my sister's death. Hmm. What party under dark was that? First of all, come here, come here. And she like reaches over, she like calls you over, she <laughs> wants to give you a hug. She's just like, she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. This is, this is what I'm talking about. They, they're always sticking their noses in people's business and they shouldn't. I'm sorry. What, what, what part of the Underdark this happened in? Um, this was right, right outside of Menzo Baranzin. The Dark Elves, the Drow City. It was all orphans, you say? Yeah. I never knew my parents. Were they... Were they teaching y'all things? I don't really remember a lot. I remember that's where I learned how to play an instrument. Hmm. Well, that orphanage outside of Menzo Baranza. Oh, dear. Oh, now it's all starting to make sense. Whoo, you all have stirred up some shit, haven't you? Oh. Dear, oh, dear. Boy, I'm going to tell you this. The Shadow Council, whatever they're calling themselves nowadays, it's... I got to butt heads with them about once a century, and it's just, it's, I'm too old to deal with them anymore. What they did was unconscionable. I understand why they did it. They were probably trying to stop something. But I don't think it worked. <sighs> uh, how much do y'all know about the War of Demonfell? Uh, can I roll a history check? You can roll a history check. You could all roll all right. a history check. Should you so should you so desire to? Should you have the dice? Have dice will roll. I have dice will roll. Well, that's especially since I'm really good with history. I'm old as shit. I uh, rolled an eleven total. Oh, total. Did, didn't yeah. we all technically experience portions of this? Uh. You did, so I will allow an advantage on it. Motion! Ah, oh, that's better. 19 total. 19. That went very different because my first roll was a 1. <laughs> and what was the second roll? Total of 24. 24. Nice. And Thunic Gentle Drunk? 11. <laughs> I rolled a rock. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got a rock. I got a rock. Um, so, Thunic, you remember that there is something called the War of Demonfell. You do know what happened in the Chondalwood. Um, you're pretty sure that's what you guys saw when you did your little time-skipping uh, shenanigans. Um, when you ran into a, uh, a much younger uh, uh, Marcus Valander, um, and Drenmai caused some trees to fall down for apparently about 150 years. Uh, you know, there was things that happened. Um, Drenmai and Eno, uh, your memory would reveal to you that the War of Demonfell did in fact happen in the Chaldewood, that uh, it was during the um, initial founding of Pinedale that there was an ongoing war that uh, went from cold to hot between the um, Sealy and Unsealy courts and some kind of uh, demonic incursion into the Chondawood. And uh, this lasted for some time, and for a while, Pinedale tried to stay neutral. But after a while... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just. It, it makes me laugh. It's like, well, it's the demon war. Well, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna not side with either side here. <laughs> One side is literally demons. <laughs> yeah, we're just not feeling it. You know, we think that maybe, uh, maybe discourse is the best way to solve. War is bad. Well, uh, more, more, more from, more from the standpoint. Know, I, no, 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 no. I'm I, making it over. No, no, but, but no, no. I, I, it would seem that easy. Uh, but I would say that because it was just the founding of this community, the concern wasn't so much of, hey, there's this evil thing and we're just not, we're going to sit this one out. It was like, we don't really have the resources right now to jump into this because if we do, it is assured destruction. Whereas as long as we maintain some, there, the, I, the thought was that by, st by staying out of it, that they might ensure the survival of this town uh, for a little bit longer. Whereas uh, eventually they were, they, said uh, someone someone said hey no demons fight them and they did um and uh there was um uh but that's that's kind of like th that that's what your memory is of that that it, that it was uh this this battle that happened approximately 150 to 200 years ago uh in the Chondawood that involved a, a lot of throwing around of wild magics and, and arcane or arcana and abyssal uh, energies. That explains my first bad roll because it was a while ago. So it took me a while to remember it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. It was actually probably because uh, you weren't there. If I remember, Drenmai was not there at the very founding of Pinedale. It was shortly after that. She no, I came right after it. Yeah. That she, that she's like, Oh, cool things to make and cool mm -hmm. uh, resources to make them. Um, it might, or or could we retro could we uh, uh, retcon this? And it was that she was like, "Oh, cool! I get to blow stuff up." But by the time she got there, the war was over. I'd I'd probably take that. That'd be a good draw for her to be there. <laughs> Make things, blow things no, up. Indiscriminate indiscriminate use of force. Yeah, <laughs> will always win out. Um, but you do know that that was kind of like a a major major portion of uh of that and that's the part 
so when Grandmama Jem Weaver asks you that question, what do you know of the of the War of Demonfell? She, um, you you remember your history lessons. However, yeah, I, however, you came across them. Yeah, I, I I know I know a few things about the War the War of Demonfell. What, what what does that have to do with the orphanage? I'm gonna say you probably. I think of the the War of Demonfell as uh, as what what happened right there in in Shondalwood area. Correct. The actual war of Demonfell has been happening for much much longer than that, and. It involves I, I, my girl. I'm sorry I never told you about this. I just didn't, I was hoping that you wouldn't be drawn into it. Is this what you said that I had to wait till I was a hundred before you would tell? <laughs> sorry, that's like the parent thing. Oh, wait yeah. till you're older. <laughs> tell me about the war. No, not until you're older. Um, that kind of thing. Um, gotta be at least and... sixteen before I show you these things. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh. We lost. Oh, oh, and she's back. Okay, cool. That I was, pushed the wrong button. Yeah, I pushed a button. <laughs> See, what did I tell you about the rule of artifice in the corollary to the third rule of artifice and what happens when there's a button? Yep. Don't push it. They pushed the button. I pushed it. Um, uh, so, uh, actually, uh, Drenma, you do remember that there was probably one time where you were wandering through her shop and you, uh, as a youngster is wont to do, you're opening things and looking around and seeing what was in there. If you've ever played around in like a, if your grandparents ever had like a shop, like my granddad had a workshop in his basement. He was actually a really good furniture maker. Um, and the thing you did as a kid is you went, you wanted to be down there because there's all these tools and it was wood and hammers and nails and you'd open up all the drawers because you wanted to see what he had there. And um, you remember doing this as as a youngin, real youngin. Knee high to a grasshopper, quite quite literally, almost. And um, you remember coming across, um, it looked like some um, uh, curved, uh, like, butterfly knives with all sorts of uh, arcane sigildry, uh, sigildry? I'm never sure if it's a... Sigildry is right. Sigildry, thanks. <laughs> I mean, it's not, but like that's what we're gonna go with. It's not. Is it sigilry or is it, it, it? No, it's not sigilry. It, it, sigil is correct, but I don't sigil. know if sigilry is actually a word. But again, it's um, a great yeah, word yeah. that you've invented. Sigilry. <laughs> I love it so much. Uh, that that was like carved into that, and as like you had, uh, you had reached out to touch them, and there was like a faint spark between your fingers and these blades when when you did that. And right as you did that, you remember. Uh, Grandmama being a uh, much young and much more spry version of herself from now, uh, from what she is now, you know, quick pulled you away and slammed it shut. And she's, and you were, you know, Grandmama, what are those? She goes, not until you're older, girl. And, you know, so you know that there was some, like, something in her past that had come up. There was things that, like, you know, were, were, were never talked about during uh, family dinners and family gatherings. Sometimes, like, a subject would get brought up and everyone would get, like, real quiet and, like, and, like, like, all right, we're going to steer the conversation another way. Um, and she says to you, she says, yeah, this is uh, one, one, of my, one of my old enemies, probably my oldest enemy. And she is probably trying to get back out. 
thought we'd finally I thought they could finally get her sealed away, but I guess she is trying one more time to to get back out. And that is just it cannot happen. It cannot happen. Well, y'all, y'all, y'all might as well set a spell because this is going to take a second to tell you, tell you about this. Find the biggest, fluffiest, like beanbag-looking thing. There's probably like a pile of sawdust you could like <laughs> just <laughs> plop in it, and you only see like this part. Of <laughs> It's the, it's the listening pile. Um, uh-huh. And uh, she says, Once upon a time, there was an angel. And this angel just wanted to help everybody. Wanted to make sure everybody was happy. But she started to see that people just couldn't be happy. That they always did things that would make themselves unhappy. But that didn't bother her as much as the things that happened to them. And try as she might, she tried everything. Try as she might, she just couldn't make everybody happy. And over time, over a long period of time, this changed her. It changed her perspective. It changed the way she thought. The way she saw the world. And it slowly twisted her, seeing all this unhappiness, all this pain and misery. And that's all she could see. She could no longer see all the beauty there was in the world. All she could see was the bad. She couldn't see that despite there being bad things, there were good things and good people and there was beauty to be had in this world. But she couldn't see it. All she could see was the pain and the misery. And she still had this yearning to get rid of it. But that yearning twisted her. And it changed her. And her methods changed. And slowly she fell. And she eventually reached the only conclusion that she thought she could reach. Which was the only way to end suffering was to end everything. Just the sublime silence of annihilation. And so she started to raise an army. And she went to the only allies that she could find. And she tore a hole into the abyss and started pulling out demon of all sort and type. Now this happened long, long, long time ago when she started doing this. And we were able to stop her. We were able to seal up the hole. We were able to get control of things as best we could, and we thought we had her sealed up in prison. There was no way to really destroy her. We couldn't find a way, but we thought we got her sealed up. And we sealed her up in the Shadowfell. We sealed her up in her own personal domain of dread because the Lords of Dread said they could they could hold her. They've been, hold, they've been holding stride for as long as they have. They've been holding so many. It seemed like, all right, we can do this. We can, we can keep control. But unfortunately, when she started this, it, it awoke something. I don't know what, but it it awoke something. It got something's attention. And every every couple hundred years, 
She's able to reach out and just touch the world just a little bit. Just a little bit. And something happened. And I'm not sure what happened, but something happened. And about 150, 200 years ago, you were just a... It was right before you got to Pinedale. Something happened and she was able to almost break free again. And we were able to put her back in the prison, but at this time it was at quite the cost. Some good people, some really good people gave their lives, gave their souls in order to keep her sealed up. But I guess it wasn't enough and she's coming back, it seems like. Haven't you all sensed a, a darkness? Something that isn't just quite right? Sometimes, but usually when that happens, I, I just sort of burp or something and it takes <laughs> That's well, a digestion. Listen, listen, boy. I mean, that's, that is not... I understand that that darkness, you got to get that evil out of you. I understand that, but... Something deeper in your bones. I know it might be tough, especially for you. When she points to you, Thorne, right now to to make that connection, just because of where we are. But but I think that's where it's all tied. I think that they were. She points to you. We know she goes there. I think someone was probably grooming you, or someone trying to. Figure out a way to crack open that prison, based on, based on where, based on where you said that's happened and what they were doing and all that. It sounds like, I can't quite remember what. It sounds like a ritual I might have heard of at some point, but it sounds like they were trying to, uh, burning that place down as reprehensible as that was. They were trying. I think they thought they were doing a greater good, but I, I don't know. I don't well, know. not Nadi, when we were in the monastery, we we ran into a, uh, an entity. Uh, known as the librarian and she oh how had... is Essie May um she seems to be sort of stuck in uh, in the library there's a ward that's keeping her there oh yeah that ward needs to be there she is a trouble maker yeah she well she's sort there. of she sort of made, I guess we made a deal with her or something, and she sent us to the Shadowfell, and I think maybe was was it the same entity? Were we were we being pulled to the same entity that's in that's imprisoned there? We were told it was the Raven Queen. No, no, she's oh she's fine. She's she has her she's got issues. Don't get me wrong. She's got oh that girl's got issues. She made some she made some bad choices with the people she was associating with, and this uh, it's a whole story. I don't even bother with you that now, but uh, it is possible. You see, this 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 fallen angel, this demon. She uh, she has a way of corrupting, much the way that her own sense of good and well-being and, and good intentions were corrupted by her own by her own concrete logic by her own inability to be flexible about the world she has that same effect on people and she's able to create uh she's able to create situations she's able to make it so 
People start thinking a little different and corrupting their way of thought and their way of being. And people who would normally be doing good things for good reasons start to have that get twisted on them. So it's entirely possible. It is entirely possible. But I am I'm too old to fight her again. I can't I can't go I can't go another round with her again, but I mean if I can't tell you or ask you to take on something like this, but if you do, if you decide you're going to, you're gonna you're gonna need allies and you're gonna need power. You're gonna need to figure out a way to take down and seal her up again. And that's not going to be easy. But you're going to need help. So, did she perhaps co- corrupt the Shadow Council and then maybe that's why they burned the orphanage down for some reason? Well. Or do I need to ask the King of Dragons? I uh, think that would be your best bet because. Okay. The Shadow Council, every now and again, they rear up their head and they come. There's always a Shadow Council somewhere or another. And this one, yeah, every now and again, they decide they're going to. They, they, they've, they've aligned themselves supposedly to keep the prison sealed, but sometimes they take some actions unilaterally. And they often take actions that undercut each other. Because I, I very doubt very much that that old Muddy would actually bother to allow that to happen. He wouldn't condone that kind of action. He's not that. He's not that kind of not that kind of person. He's he's good people, one of the few. But it wouldn't surprise me if there is others on the council that would have thought that would have been an acceptable action in order to, you know, save existence. Probably worth asking him though. Where 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 might I find old Muddy? Well, don't you go call him out. He might be a little upset with you about calling that. You got oh, oh, I wouldn't dream of it. I, I just listen. He's a nice guy, but he is still a god. He needs certain propriety. He needs to be maintained. Yeah. Uh, well, I'd say you just got to find one of his temples and ask him. That'd probably be your okay. best bet. There's probably where are y'all head next after this because I know y'all aren't staying here. We can go to Waterdeep next, don't we? Yeah, I think we were. I think we were planning to go to Waterdeep after this. Oh, I have no There's doubt you'll be able to find. A... Gotta be something in Waterdeep. Oh, absolutely. There's gonna be a temple to Bahamut somewhere in, in Waterdeep. You'll be able to find someone there who'll be able to make some intercessions on your behalf, and maybe you can. Get his attention, ask him a few questions. Now, know this: he's not going to probably interfere direct because he just—that's just not his way. You know. Oh yeah. That's just—he's—he's uh, he's trying to. Well, that's for him. But that'd be your best bet. Just ask him. Thank you, Naughty. I appreciate your your oh, time. You're a sweet boy. You're a sweet boy. And um, he, he gets out his lute and he starts playing a little song for her. Oh, music! I love music. Um, <laughs> it interacts uh, negatively with a certain harmonics harmonics generator on the floor above us. <laughs> and, uh, we all die. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. All, all, all of the Bipki Bopkas go boom. Um, uh, all the gnomes explode. 
Well, there were the, the, those were the those were the pastry gnomes. We don't mind them. They're just <laughs> the pastry just, gnomes. They weren't real. They were just made of dough. It's all right. Uh, <laughs> they were just they were just dough golems. Don't even worry about them. They just. <laughs> Uh, it, it must, it might be because I was playing in the key, in the key of genome. Okay. No. Whatever. No. Okay. Mm, crimes. No, stretch. Crimes. Maybe. Crimes. <laughs> um, we're going to shift the scene momentarily, though, as, you know, starts plucking away a little tune as you start digesting this information that Grandmama Gem Weaver, uh, has just, just laid on you. Just, just laid on you. And we're going to shift scenes over now to a seedy, beer-soaked speakeasy in another part of the district. Where, wherein, wherein it's just bare brick and not even nice brick. This isn't even like like a hipster brick walls. This is just like it is a basement where yeah, it's just it, like somebody built a bar in a tenement apartment. Basically, yeah, it is, and it's not. It, it just, it's just where people have come to congregate, and it smells, and it stinkies, and it smells of sweat and blood, and urine, and beer, and whiskey, uh -huh. and just, you know, it's just. This is, or it smells like a carpet in a frat house. Basically, it's, it's not a, it's not. But the people there are just. It's raucous. Mm -hmm. It is. It is a. It is a raucous muddy just situation dirty situation of people who are just like loving that moment living in the very moment and we find a uh hugon valander with his flesh mask uh sitting at a table in the corner with an enormous uh minotaur just muscles upon muscles upon muscles uh battle scars uh, all all up and down the arm and the back and everything, uh, and just uh, and you've been uh, you had you had bought him some drinks, and so he's you know you've had a couple of drinks with him. And he goes, so you want to start a revolution, do you? Hell's no, 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 no. Revolutions are fun. Don't get me wrong; they're an enjoyable pastime. What I want is very specific. And it is the following. I need access to a method, the either arcane or divine, to unmake this. And he holds out the bracer that um, he got from the right. Ah, okay. Utterly unmake it. Mm. Like to rend this at a molecular level from itself. So uh, I know of a few ways to do that. I just don't have access to them right now. And mm. that is really what I need. And as a purveyor of all things chaos, I suspect that um, such methodologies are in your wheelhouse. Not necessarily your specific wheelhouse, but your organizations. <laughs> I use that term loosely. <laughs> to call the Chaos Attack a uh, organization would probably be somewhat of an insult. Hmm. He says, uh, Well, I'm more of the Chaos Cause insult. I'm just more like... And that's fair. That and, might... you know, and we appreciate the work that you do. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. I take pride in the work that I do. 
tearing down the, the aristocracy and tearing down the the pillars of civilization is hard work. It's it not is. to it, really. If you get right down there to it. it. Is. Yeah. Uh, oh. What you want is one of our spell tosses is what you want. Because yeah. all I can do is I can hit things real hard. You and know, most you of me mates in somewhere. here, most of me mates in here can hit things really hard. And if that's what you need, that's what we can get. And you know that time may come. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the sigil is going to be the first place I look. Do right. So, um, why don't we uh, accelerate things a little bit? Right. Uh, and put us on the right course toward uh, oh. one of your, your spell casters or spell tossers. Yeah. That would be ideal. Right. Preferably, um, uh, I don't think it would be... Uh, right to go straight to the top maybe we start uh, somewhere toward the middle so we don't piss anybody off right because you know the last thing that we want is um misunderstandings is that really what we don't want we want misunderstandings to occur between the correct parties even in chaos there's a proper way to do things so you want the right people to fight the right people is what you I want. I want the right people to fight the right people. All right. And I want them to keep fighting. I want them to fight forever. Who are these people that need to fight forever? Sounds wonderful, actually. It does sound wonderful, and that's why I'm working so hard to make it happen. Ah. Well, depending on who you want to fight, and who they're supposed to fight, will likely determine... The kind of speller that we want to go to. Well, the plane that we're fighting on, yeah, for now, uh-huh. is Abertoro. Okay. So that's some would call that the prime material in a, a fit of arrogance, I imagine. But right. Abertoro, Feyrune, whatever you're going to call it, that's where the fight is going to start. Right. And I suspect that it's going to grow and grow as a good fight should. Uh, and hopefully one day touch all planes. But it's going to start there. So why don't we focus on the spell tosser? That would be best suited for that. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's where they're going to fight, but who's fighting? Everybody who likes a fight and everybody who would like the fight to end. Well, that's just about everyone now, isn't it? Yeah, it is. What we are dealing with is a cosmic act of trickery. Mm-hmm. A god on that plane wants to end war forever. And we just can't have that. Well, it's taking that's... white people's rights to their free actions. You can't have that. It is exactly correct, and also consider that if they can do it there, they can do it anywhere. So this is one of those scenarios where it has to be stopped immediately at the source. And this, and he gestures and holds the bracer again, is the first piece of the puzzle. Hmm. 
well, I think I know just the person for that kind of job. Now, before we go anywhere... Right. Is that person an exceptionally old and shriveled gnome? No, I don't think he is. Okay, then we can continue. Because I, I admit, I admit freely, I was going to be so disappointed if I ended up um, back in her company. Uh, I might have had to skin you. You might have had to try. <laughs> Believe me, there would nothing would please me more. Yeah. But, let's continue, because that's not going to happen. You're right. I would like to roll just a small intimidation check that this is not bluster. Uh, I would if I found my dice. There it is. <laughs> that's a 21. He's not intimidated. It's not so much an intimidate, it's just trying to get the point across. That, like, listen, you and I are coming from the same wavelength here. There's not there's not really a whole lot of idle threats passing between... No, with that, you're, you're more thick, it would be more like mutually assured destruction. Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> that can be fun, too. <laughs> in in, in the proper context. In, in the there's proper there's times for that. Um, but not right now. But not, not at this moment. He's not like, right now. I think... The one you're looking for. I think you need Zint. Okay. Zint the unwise. He'd I be can the appreciate one. That. He would be the one to start. Yeah. He's good at blowing things up and unraveling things. Okay. I think he'd be the right one. Hey, where you guys? You guys seen Zint? I haven't seen. Where's Zint? Oh, he's. Hey, she's on, she's on holiday over at Waterdeep. Uh, he's in Waterdeep. You know where that is? Yes. All right, you gotta go there. Listen, you'll get there, and you're about to ask me, where in Waterdeep am I gonna find a wizard named Zent the Unwise? Right? First things first. He ain't never gonna go to any of them poshy places where all the stuck-up nobles and aristocrats are gonna be. You'll never find him there, so you can just eliminate that, right? Second, he's always drunk. So wherever you find the greatest concentrations of bars, taverns, speakeasies, and other areas of ill repute is likely where you'll find him. Third, look for fire. He cannot help but light shit on fire wherever he goes. That's pretty much it. And, and and just, you know, just so that we're we're clear on things, Zent is fairly powerful. Would you say that that's true? Have you ever heard of the city of Cluthmore? I suspect that I haven't, and that's a good sign. Right. Because it ain't there no more. I'm glad. You might regret that one. Maybe. But, you want someone who could destroy something that was made by a god, that's what you need. Good. City level and power. But, yep, yeah, 
that would be your best bet. Well, I guess we're going to go have a conversation with, uh... Well, hang on. You gotta be careful, though, because he could spook easy. Oh. And you don't okay. want him to spook easy. No, I suspect you don't want Because you don't want to repeat, right? No. So, um... As, uh, one of, like, a random, uh, reveler is walking by, he, like, grabs him by the scruff of the neck, and, uh, he, he, like, holds him over, he, like, roots around in one of his pockets, he finds a piece of paper, and he, and he, like, slams this, this kind of, like, this, this guy's face into the table, and it, bam, and just then gets all the blood from his nose on his face, and then puts his massive paw print <laughs> on this on this piece of uh paper and gets it on there really good what needed that and he does that pitches him away he drives it off there he goes show him this that'll keep him from spoken that at least that'll get you the introduction after that it's on you well that's all i can ask for so i i appreciate your assistance in keeping the chaos rolling right well that's what we do. Yep. And again, if I uh, need uh, your particular skill set, Sickle's going to be the very first place that I look. Trust me. Sounds like a plane. And Hugon takes the paper, folds it very neatly, puts it in a pocket, and then proceeds to leave. Yes. And I think that's a good place for us to take our break. It being 11.30 Eastern. Break time! So, uh, we will be right back with more Team X. So, everybody, stick around. And we are back. Ah. And um, we were just discussing how we're going to do a rogue barbarian-only game at some point. We really um, want to be a rogue barbarian at some point. Actually, it would be kind of fun just fun. to have a game of nothing but just the barbarian horde. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do we do? Like a Smash it. Barbarian of some sort, huh? Mm-hmm. Each of us playing a variant barbarian of some sort. A deviant barbarian. Gross. I'm just thinking of like trying to play a barbarian as like a silent character, and it's really funny to me. <laughs> well, technically, Conan was a rogue. Conan was a rogue. Yes, this he is was. true. He was not the. Uh, uh, he was a high strength, uh, high ant rogue. Anyways, uh, but that's not what we are here for right now. We are here to continue the adventure that we started playing oh so many years ago with mm-hmm. Team X. Um, so where we had left things was that Hugon had made a deal with some uh, minotaur in a seedy speakeasy about finding a wizard named or magic user named Zent the Unwise in an effort to destroy the gift that he was given by the Red Lady and create a perpetual war that would encaps that would eventually take over the entire uh, multiverse uh, forever. And the uh, and uh, on another part of Sigil, uh, Dreadmai, Thonic, and Eno were getting some information from Grandmama Gen- Gemweaver, otherwise known as Nadi, to Eno because he's a sweet boy, and uh, learning about an old enemy. Of Grandma Mudgeon Weaver. 
And that is where we lay our scene. Um, I know Hugon had left the speakeasy, and Eno had been playing a little song. Oh, yes. I should know. I apologize. Yes. We, we cut the break. He goes, uh, Hugon goes and immediately sets about finding a portal to Waterdeep. Hmm. Like, that's where he needs to go, so that's where he's going to try to go. So just keep that in mind. Okay. He's just like randomly opening doors. <laughs> no, no, that's not what well, he, no, that's not no, what No, I mean, he's going to probably be a little bit more intelligent about it. <laughs> so, uh, okay, well, well, we'll come back to that as Hugon's searching for a way to get to Waterdeep as uh, as expediently as possible. Um, the, uh, the the folks that are at uh, Gemweaver's Goods and Sundries, what is the uh, what is the dealio? What is the plan? What 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 is the decision to be made here? Mm, well, we know where we want to go. We just have a lost Hugon. So, <laughs> how um, naughty Dren? How do we find the Machine Imperium? Well, that's the map I gave y'all. Oh, I didn't. I didn't notice that. I'm yeah. sorry. So we have a map to get to get there. Are they in Waterdeep? Oh no, 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 no. Oh, they're in. They're 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 they're, they're 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 east of east of the Chandlewood there. Oh, okay. So we'll have to go there after we go to Waterdeep, I guess. Yeah, I think he should be fine for right now. I think. Uh, okay. Uh, you know, I, I think we can, uh, I might be able to, I might be able to disable a portion of the, of the operating system, like temporarily, you know, kind of like, uh, uh, air gap them a little bit. So that way you don't have to worry about any kind of like misfires or anything like that. Because otherwise it could be, now listen, I, I know my, I, I know my. My my little my little Drenny likes likes her chaos. Uh, chaos is fine, but when it's controlled, not not just when it could just randomly go off and in an opportune times. So if you want, I could try to I could try to put a little patch. I can I can put a little patch on there to make sure that he won't he won't accidentally go off. Until well, you, I mean, until you get him, until you get him uh, to get his uh, to get serviced. Well, I think he should make that decision. I I would very much not like to go off. Okay, it's, that sounds reasonable. How, how how are you how are you feeling over there, Alexi? Very observed right now. Yeah, I've, I've been trying not to look. <laughs> Hmm. I've been I've been trying not to look. Uh, well, I've already seen everything there is to be seen. It's a bit confusing. I don't feel metal. Yeah, it's. Is this going to is this going to interfere with my love life? I mean, hasn't it already? To be honest, I haven't tried. See. Yes, please patch me up so that way we can get to the manufacturer as soon as humanly possible. Yeah, I hope uh, Drenmai didn't void your warranty. Did she take him apart at some point? She messed around with him a little bit. 
<laughs> I poked and prodded, remember? Yeah. I didn't do too much. She hit him and he took off. Oh no no! But she didn't like. She didn't like. <laughs> I didn't disassemble Johnny number five. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't take. She didn't like open any like key parts that would like. Be like, nope, not warranty anymore. She just you know tested. She was she was doing more like product testing. That's different. Um, QA. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> got to see. Got to see what the capabilities are. Um, so she like rummages around and some of her. You know, she crawls down. You know, hops down off of her stool. You know, walks over, all hunched and everything, and gnarled, gnarled knuckles and fingers, and she's going through her, uh, some of her toolboxes, and she finds the part that she's looking for, and it's like a long, thin, uh, another screwdriver-looking thing, but like a long, thin, almost spike, uh, and she like goes over to Alexa, and she goes, now hold still, it's gonna pinch for a second. And before she could, he could say anything, she like just jams this thing like up his nose, like she like holds the head down, up the nose, and here, and there's like a ratcheting sound, and then out, and she's like, "All right, that'll keep you going for, I don't know, week to a month. It's kind of hard to say. It depends on the mileage. Depends on the whether it's city miles or country miles, or you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of." variables happening in there so don't just don't don't run it don't don't run them too hard you know don't don't overclock them or anything like that just let them leave them be and then it should be fine and until you get over there and they can hopefully make sure he doesn't doesn't do nothing that he shouldn't be doing when he shouldn't be doing it i think Um, well, well, thank you once again, uh, Nadia. I appreciate your oh, your candor. I, I appreciate. I appreciate. I appreciate the company. It's nice to see people every now and again. And she gives Drenmai a meaningful look. Biggest teenager eye roll. <laughs> all right now. Ugh. God, Grandma. And uh, mm -hmm. she's like, all right. Well, get over here. Give it. Give it. Give us a squatch. Get over here. And she. The, <laughs> Do the grandma snuggle? Yes, and, then, <laughs> and she like oh, does the same. Can I have she, cookies? Oh, you can have some cookies on the way out. Of course, you can have some cookies on the way out. And, do Do you happen to have any underdark mushrooms? So that I can get really, really high. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was for oh, beer. Dried or holy. dried or fresh? Um. I guess, I guess dried might work because uh, I think we were gonna try and brew a beer out of him. Right. Okay, I, I understand. Yeah. Follow me. And she uh, takes you. Uh, she you know walk takes you back through, out through the workshops and walks you up the steps. She goes past the first floor now, and she goes onto the second floor, past that third floor, uh, up this old rickety, musty staircase almost for her it's the right size i mean it's a little bit big for her but for you for you you know it's kind of small thunic it's kind of like these are like smaller even than normal human steps so it's kind of like uh, and it's a real tight fit like as you're going through like this hallway you're like really like not wedged in there but you're definitely trying to like get your way through and um she takes you up to the third floor and um you enter into uh, uh there's like a door 
You go through the door. Door closes. There's a second door, so it's almost like a little vestibule area. And um, she uh, she hands all of you like heavy gloves to put on. Uh, there's some that are human sized. Uh, Thunic, she like looks at you. She's like, "Well, okay, it's gonna fit y'all, but just don't touch nothing." All right. And you walk in, and here it's this really dimly lit room with only like these uh, purplish uh, orbs that are giving just barely enough light to see. And you can see the the walkways there. And um, it's like rows of these growing raised, uh, raised beds. Uh, and it's a very, very uh, musty... Um, composty smell when you when you walk in it's a very earthy it smells of uh uh fresh tilled earth on a, after a rainstorm it's very uh moist in this room um you could almost like it's almost like the 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 earth and the uh um the uh mustiness almost coats your mouth as soon as you walk in and you yeah. can see it's just rows upon rows upon rows of uh, these um, raised beds with mushrooms growing in all of them, of various size and colors and shapes and varieties. And there's a marijuana plant here. Uh, there are a few plants that are growing of, of <laughs> that are a little bit. Because why not? Um, it's a dank environment. Might as well this up is, the ante. This is the dankest environment. And she uh, takes you to the to the other end of the room there, and there uh, she there's like little. Uh, little, little glass jars about the size of a baby food jar and you can see she looks and she goes um what kind of underdark mushrooms we got we got the uh we got the we got the uh it depends what what, what did you want it grown in what it what was the what was the medium it was grown in what was the varietal i i don't what kind of well, I don't know. I, what 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 do you think would be good to to brew a beer out of? That depends. What kind of uh, <clears throat> tipsy are you trying to get? Not out of control. Okay, so you're looking for something on the mellow side. Yeah, on the mellow side there. And are you looking to have like more like a? She'll relax experience and more of like a, a mind opening experience. Like uh in the couch. In the couch. Okay. I think I understand. Uh, yeah, I uh so it's not sativas over here. No, not those. It's gonna be the okay. In the uh, couch. In the couch. Okay. Alright. Well, I got a nice varietal for you. Alright. And she like rummages around a little bit and she finds uh like a a jar and it's all like the little dried these little tiny mushrooms that are maybe like an inch tall that are you know shriveled and dried up and everything and you could see like they're a a, a a deep dark like coffee brown color um but underneath it's the 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 where the is it the gills, I guess? Is that what they're called? The, the On the underneath part, the gills? Um, I'm sure a drunk phytologist would be able to tell me exactly what this is. Uh, like, but the gill portion is like 
uh, a slight bluish tinge. And you think there might be the ever, like, so slight blue glow that might just be a trick of your eyes, maybe from inhaling something in the room, you don't know. But she, and she gives you like a little, a little like baby jar of these. And she goes, yeah. well, this, you think, is this enough? How much, how much, I mean, he's, a little bit goes a long way. Yeah, that, that's enough. And then he, he turns to Dren and says, Dren, I remember now the hot sauce. The hot sauce, wasn't that, wasn't that also an, uh, wasn't that also an, an underdark thing? We needed an ingredient for the hot sauce. God, what was it though? I'm trying, um, like out of character. I'm trying to remember what we needed. That wasn't an underdark mushroom, was it? Yeah. I remember. I remember out of character. I remember out of uh, mushrooms. I think I'm thinking that was for the brewing beer, but there was also like a special ingredient. Yeah, there was a special ingredient for the hot, for the sauce, hot sauce from the monastery that we used. And I'm trying to remember if that was an underdark thing or not. Or is it a? Pe- that was a pepper, right? It was oh, yeah, pepper. it was a pepper, that yeah. Was a pepper. That wasn't a mushroom. Okay. Yeah, it was an ice pepper. Just... That's what it was. It was an ice pepper. Ice pepper, all right. Yeah. When you guys, so when you guys first made your trip to the Monastery of Shadow and uh, and Thunuk and Drenmai were making food for everybody, there was a hot, there was uh the stew is made a little spicy. Well, no, this was, so this is the one where we were invisible in the kitchen. Oh, making... right. Yeah. Yeah. We were doing some bullshit. Yeah. And and there was there was some sauce that was made. Yes, it was an ice pepper. I do remember okay. this one. And you remember it was a, it was a pe- it was a pepper that was like very long, very thin, like um like a lot of like uh, Asian hot, like uh, Vietnamese hot peppers. But it was like a uh, a whitish blue, like when you look at a frozen lake. That's like or when you see like those ice caves that are like super super thick like bulletproof hard ice mm-hmm. like that was like the color of this thing where it was like white okay. but it had like this inner blue sheen to it and that was the uh that was the pepper that was that was used that i remember that <laughs> okay so food food i remember Nadi, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have any ice peppers no, I'm sorry. I, I, we don't we don't have much call for them. You can only really grow them in a in a in super cold environments. That's not really conducive to what we got going on here. So you might need to. But if you're heading to Waterdeep, I have no doubt you'd be able to find someone. That's a little bit closer to. You'd be able to find someone. I'm sure it's selling them there. This 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 room really reminds me of of home. It's. It's ama- uh, it's really amazing. Uh, we call this the mushroom. As as you, you should. Fucking did it! God damn it! <laughs> but, and she says, "Well, I'll, first one's a gift. If you need more of that, let me know. I can. Okay. We can, we can, well, make, I think... we can make an arrangement here. If you need more, if it turns out that this is gonna <clears throat> brew the way that you you expect it to brew, then I'm sure we can." I'm sure we can work something out. Awesome. I, I think Dren knows how to get back here now, right? Right, Dren? Oh yeah, we've we've got like the line. Grandma, I'm gonna visit you all the time now. Oh yay! Well, maybe we could set up some kind of business arrangement. <laughs> I'm sure we can. Could always use another line of 
another line of uh, distribution. Yeah. Well, let me know how yeah, that see, goes over. If that goes over well, we could talk about setting something up here. I think, I think we better make something work now. Now, now, now that my now that my great great granddaughter will finally be able to come visit me and see me a little more often. Yeah, there, there's this bar in, and I think it was El Boulder, right? There's a bar in El Boulder that really needs better beer, and I'm trying to trying to hook them up. They got a, so got a musical there? stool. Yes, a musical stool. There is a musical stool. Um, I will say, in this space, Thunic, it's probably the first time since you arrived in Sigil that like you haven't felt like utter and abject panic from there not being anything resembling a sky. He's surrounded by mushrooms, right? Yes, it's earth and mushrooms, and it's the it's the first time that you've seen something that is actually growing that was not made of some kind of weird shadow material that was a plant that might have tried to kill you at some point can't hear you rooms cannot hear you can't hear me now we can hear you no it was very quiet oh still very quiet how about now there you go there we go it's better apparently discord decided to turn on noise suppression and i am noise (laughs) and you have been suppressed (laughs) um that explains why none of you have been reacting to anything I've been saying. Yeah, we've just been fucking ignoring you like a bunch of assholes. Yvonne, when have we ever done that? <laughs> Never. I just figured you were all talking. Um, no, yeah, this is like one of those calming, calm rooms that they have at like like schools for kids. You're like you're, you're having a total freakout moment. Hang out mm-hmm. in this room. It's, it's very calm. Calm. Yeah. Room. For him anyway. Um, and he's starting to get have his wits about him. Um feeling a little bit better and uh, uh that's it yeah that's okay <laughs> she's like all right well you all best get you got a lot to do you got a lot to think about um we gotta go find our resident asshole well aside from that if you <laughs> remember what i told you about remember i told you about her Y'all aren't going to do anything about it. I'm not saying you have to, but someone should. So make sure you bring it up to the someone who can deal with it. I'm just I'm too old. I can't I can't do it again. Is you know you've done so much for us. Is is there anything that we can that we can get for you in Waterdeep or do for you there, or is it do you need anything? Soda. <laughs> Soda. Uh, a diet coke. Um. Oh, she goes. No, I, I got, I got everything I need right here. But just, you know, just come visit. Okay. Just come visit. Make sure you, you, you all come visit. We will. Yeah. I mean, big boy there's invited too, but he doesn't seem too comfortable most of the time here. You don't well, have we. The sky. Well, we can. Your plate. There's no top. There's no top layer here. Maybe we can. Maybe we can get him something like some goggles or something that maybe where he can <laughs> see some sky. Well, like, I think maybe that's some VR. Some VR. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Arcane AR system going on there. Like, well, Arcane I might, I might, I mean, I, I think that might be a fun project for Drenmai to try to figure out. That'll be, I'm going to give you some homework. You got to figure something like that out. Some AR goggles, something like that. Something to make your friend here not freak out when when he sees that there's no sky. 
My <laughs> Lord, don't ever take him to the Underdark then. Jesus, that, that, that will not work. But then you're surrounded by nature. Yeah. yeah, but there's no sky down there. The sky and that nature is fucked up. It certainly is. And Grandma Madra does drop the F-bomb at that point because, you know, she's old and she can do that. What are you going to do about it? Um, but she comes over and she gives you know, she, she comes over and gives Drenmai another hug, little, you know, does little, you know, the kiss on the cheek and she, she does the same thing for you. Uh, uh, you know, she like comes over and she's like, you got to lean down and everything. And she's like, all right, you, you too big, but come here, come here, give us, give us a kiss. Come on, get some sugar. Come on. Get down here. <laughs> get. And she, and she does that. And she like, just get, she gives like a little kiss in the cheek there and she like, Pat your hand and like pat your nose a little bit. She's like, "It'll be all right. It'll be all right. You'll be home soon. Don't worry about it. It's okay. It, you don't need a sky to have up." Yeah, but the, 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 how does how does your how does the rest of your town not fall on itself? It's it's right there. It's always falling. Well, it's actually the function of a singular. Nah, never mind. You won't understand it. Uh, the stuff that pulls you down is everywhere. Does that make sense? Why don't you? Why don't you fall off the ground when you're at home? But wouldn't you oh, go what? sideways if it's everywhere? Why don't you fall off the ground when you're at home? Something's holding you there, right? Uh, yeah, no. That's gonna keep you up for a few nights, but that's okay. You'll figure it out. It'll be all right. Physics. You, you don't need a sky for there to be an up. Up is relative. I'm not related to up, but okay. I... Oh, he's a simple one, isn't he? All right. So, <laughs> her. Yeah, Hugo's not uh, here, uh, but he's hurting somewhere. Uh, <laughs> the, the flesh see, mask just uh, pulses. <laughs> every, everyone here thinks that 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 Thunuk's just being dumb, but it's like in in, in his mind, it's like I remember meeting an up, don't I? We're not related, are we? Am I related to up? Yeah, ups you all. There's no actual up. It's just like she said relative, therefore up as a person, and therefore it's like, have I met up? Are we related? No. Uh, and she like, all right, you you all best get now. I got I got to get back to work now, but y'all y'all come back now. You hear? And she sort of shuffles you shuffles you out the door. And, <laughs> now go away. <laughs> and she get make sure she makes sure you she makes sure y'all get a, like a small little like a like a little thing of cookies. Road cookies. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Some short, probably shortbread cookies. Maybe sugar cookies. I don't know. Something like that. Snickerdoodles. Cookies that don't taste like anything because Snickerdoodle is the worst cookie. Oh, now, now, I that's... Can't wait for November to get here. That's good. a debate for another time. <laughs> but... <laughs> shuffles you out the door. Um, because yeah. how dare you? Because how dare you, sir? How dare you, sir? <laughs> they are. Um, uh... And as you uh, as you come walking out the door, you see um, uh, uh, Hugon Valander standing in the middle of like the flow of people as they are walking around. He's like scanning, uh, but you're only seeing him from behind. You recognize, you see like the uh, the familiar shoulders and and all that, and 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 you can see, and he's he seems like he's looking very carefully at the buildings across the street. Hugon. I, I'm, I'm talking into the into the uh, the bracer. 
Hugon. Uh, you actually hear the bracer go off, but Hugon makes no move whatsoever to answer it. Uh, Dren, uh, he's doing the thing. <laughs> he's ignoring us. Shocker. Um, <laughs> let's see. I'm seeing if I have like a locate spell or anything. <laughs> but no, you see him right in front of you. You see, as you yeah, walk he's out, there. You, oh, you we see... physically see yeah. him. Yeah, because you've probably assumed your position, right? You, you've assumed. Oh, your... then I throw a cookie at him. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Would Drenmai really waste good grandmama cookies by throwing? Yeah, I don't know. Them? I'd find the worst, like burnt one. So the snicker. Oh, there are no burned cookies <laughs> from grandmama's kitchen. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> how dare you? Mm. I'd probably take a bite out of one and then sacrifice the rest. <laughs> All right. And throw it at him. So uh, dexterity attack. For no damage, just to see if you actually can. I you hit a demon in the face, <laughs> and then it's just like, "What the fuck was that?" Oh, you might get your wish. That's gonna be a four for total. Yeah, it doesn't come anywhere near. <laughs> it like you like, it's like where you just whiff it. It just like your your shoulder mechanics were wrong. It just comes out of your hand at the wrong moment, and it like goes. Mm -hmm wide right and short and before you can even think to do anything else it's now crushed into crumbs into the street as people are just walking by Dr you hear Dread, someone that, hey that was what what are you throwing cookies away for what uh, i'm trying to get his attention because he's ignoring us again uh i cast mage hand mm -hmm. <laughs> how, how far away is he right now 20 feet Okay, cast mage hand, mm -hmm. and I direct it to go over and um and tap Hugon on the shoulder. Uh, Hugon turns around, and uh, you see that his face is covered by what appears to be a um, muscly partially hardened red and black uh, carapace, for lack of a better word. I'm envisioning... Tell me if I'm on the right track here. And if I'm not, it's fine. I'm envisioning kind of like a slightly burned-up face hugger with eye holes. No, well, I mean, it's not incorrect. It, it's, it's definitely fleshy, and it's definitely... It has a grabby aspect, but it's not like fing it does it doesn't have an anatomy. Yeah. Okay. It just is. Actually, uh, are you familiar with the anime Giver? Oh. Not for I a very it. long time. Um but a little bit a little bit like that, where it's definitely got a uh carapace like aspect, but it's definitely biological and organic and fleshy. Okay. Okay. Imagine if you if you were wearing a gas mask and had grown a living grown gas, gas mask. mask. Yeah, and that's what you're wearing. Okay. Sort of, sort of, yeah. minus the like the the, the gas maskiness, the knobby part, the knobby parts. Right. Um. Got it. Uh, it definitely appears to be like alive. Okay. What? Are you? Are you Hugon? Have I ever not been Hugon? Okay, because... Are, are we... Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Are, 
I don't have time for philosophy right now. No, this is, but you're, you've got a different. You got a new mask. I, I did. Touch it. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Configuration on your face. And... I mean, uh, yes, and uh, you have horns and uh, different skin I... color, and I don't think it's fair to call me out. Uh, I'm not calling you out. I'm just. I feel I'm called just... out. What happened? Did something happen? Can no. I insight to see if Hugon's more irritable because of the mask? Sure. <laughs> I want to see if this changed anything. <gasps> I blomped. So. Oh, shit. 23. I know everything um... about. <laughs> I win Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> uh, I think that you are full of shit. Uh, <laughs> uh... So I will allow, I will allow, at a 20, I will allow uh, Hugon to describe what Dren might be able to insight out of this in terms of irritability or other personality changes based on the baseline that we know of Hugon and now. It would be more accurate to say that he is more energetic. More energetic. Is it like Hugon at 11? It, not necessarily at 11. It's more that... Your familiarity with Hugon is a constantly beleaguered, uh, very spiritually exhausted with everything and everyone around him, especially you. <laughs> uh, and in particular, uh, at times, Thanuk. Uh, you know, he no, seems okay. <laughs> like uh, he seems recharged. As it were. Okay. Not necessarily behaving any different than what you would expect of him. Just that he, it took him less time to get to, uh, from like his baseline to get to where he is like right now. It, it was much quicker, like a, like a new engine. Okay. And also, uh, were we in, uh, Grandma Jim? weaver's house long enough for that to be considered like a short rest by any I, chance yeah i would say that based on the fact that you were there I, I i think even if you were there for shorter than the required time based on the rule book just because you had tea and cookies from grandma Ma Jim weaver i think that would automatically constitute a short rest all grandma things have tea. okay yeah i would say yeah it's the natural healing properties of uh grandma yeah. proximity Gra mm -hmm. gra grandma grandma there, well, it's a Does combination, that mean funerals right? Funerals work. Proxy? No. P funerals? <laughs> I was making a kill grandma gem weaver. No, don't, joke. don't do that. No. Oh, uh, but, no, oh grandma. but it's you know it's the combination. It's the it's you know grandma's great. But if you ha if you could have the trifecta of grandma in grandma's house where it smells like grandma in grandma's house, and then you get grandma's cooking, provided grandma can cook. Um, the trifecta. Yeah, I that's think we all all had very different grandmas. Uh, everyone does. True. Oh yeah, I'm saying yeah, more. My... I guess uh, what mm -hmm. uh, if you were going yeah. to stereotype a grandma? This would be like if you needed a, a prototype. If you need a pro not like a not like a German fairy tale stereotype. Yeah, okay. if you need a prototype a good grandma, this would be the way. Think like Miss. Oh wait, no. It's like Listen, the grandma. Like Mrs. Claus. Yeah. <laughs> Like a little bit of Mrs. Claus action. Yeah, I think that would be a good, an adequate. That's like the grandma that if you had a is bad that, one, is that one land. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, 
I'm I'm sorry, Hugon. I didn't mean to assume that something was wrong with you, but it's just that you that's a different thing and I was that's a little bit more than I'm, and you're I, a tiny, shriveled uh, ass crack of a gnome, so like, <laughs> you know, you also look weird. I feel like y'all yeah. are on my case, and you need to stop. No, no. Uh, I mean, I'm not. I'm oh, not I am on your case. <laughs> he knows 100% trying to de-escalate. I'm trying yeah. to escalate. <laughs> uh, we, 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 we. His we, ire swivels from. <laughs> You know, just like an like a cone swivels onto Drenmont. Ten, ten foot cone of ire. Uh, you know, says we 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 need to get to Waterdeep. Quit speaking French. And then like he straight and straight so he goes, "What's French? Waterdeep. Fantastic idea. That's the yeah. first reasonable thing y'all have said since we arrived. Now, why don't we go do that? Okay. All right. Uh, uh, this is your domain. Say, please. Survival checks from everyone, please, so we can see if someone's able to determine whether they survive. No, uh, whether they see if. Excellent. Uh... Oh, nice. Uh, Lucky thirteen. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Total. Fifteen. Fifteen. Ugh. 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 Uh, yeah. I, I was a nega blomp. Oh. Ugh, what's mm. a negative bomb? A one. That's a one. That's a one. That's a one. Oh, I'm yeah. not even going to bother with Bardic Inspiration on that then. <laughs> yeah, don't... No, um, a, you're not even worthy of the inspiration. That's <laughs> oh, not going to help. So we find ourselves in the City of Doors. And the idea, if we can get a little meta for a second here, is that a door is a portal from one yes. thing to another. That is just what a door is. And the idea of the City of Doors is that if something is something, it is that thing. It is a portal. Now, most of the time, you open a door, and it's a door to from one room to another, or from outside into inside. So all you're basically doing is just reassigning what that's a door to. Janus would have a, a killer time here. Who would? Janus, yeah. the, oh, uh, the Roman god of uh, doors, oh, wow. portals, and ah. contracts. Yeah. So it was, you know, the idea is that Every door can be what you need it to be, a door. You just need to figure out a way to get it to be the door to what you want it to be. So this, um, uh, Hugon and Eno, as you're both looking around and taking in how you might do this, because you're seeing this time where there's people are like walking in and out of doors, and it might be that sometimes these doors open to like a brick wall. Other times it's a door to like a shop or something like that. Um you think you can figure out how to find one to water deep, but it's one of those things that it's in addition to opening the door. It's like having things in the right position. Um, uh, the analogy I can make is if you've ever seen when people have secret compartments in cars and it's like, you got to like put the AC on high, turn the radio on and put the right turn switch on. And that's what opens up the secret compartment somewhere this is actually a thing if you've never seen this um uh it's most of the time how drug dealers hide <laughs> drugs and guns in the car because uh, it's not easy to open no they'll table talk it but it is it is a legit thing um so you think that i trust you <laughs> it, it's uh uh it, but you think that it's you would need a few different things operated kind of like almost simultaneously like all right 
um, that candle holder over there needs to be turned like 45 degrees this way while uh, that door is open and that door is closed, but we got to make sure that window is open. So it's almost like creating the correct cross breeze right. in there. And you think that between the two of you, you guys are able to suss out um, what exactly the sequence of manipulations that is required to open a door that would get you the, the door that you're seeing that would be like the water deep door. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I could, I could use my mage hand to, uh, to move the candle holder. And then, you know, that's like part of the conversation. Like, like I can, I could use the mage hand to turn the candle holder and then I trust your expertise. Just do it. Okay. Well, we, we need to have this door open and that door closed. Hugon follows his instructions. And then, okay. And then uh, what? And then I need to play the Leaving Sigil song. Okay. Is there oh, uh, is there actually a, a Leaving Sigil song? Why? Why? Yes. Yes, there <laughs> Funny is. Funny you should ask. Funny you should ask. Yeah. Um, because of and course. He gets out his lute and he sings. His eyes are drenched in shadow. No longer any fear. His acts become a bad show that comfort cannot pierce. I knew him the other day, spent all that time in water deep. Now who he is, I cannot say, but he's standing in deep water. His personality shrouded, whose honor does he revere? My memory is clouded, but my path is clear. He's standing in deep water a little farther and he'll be afloat. He's standing in deep water. Someone send him a boat. And then uh, he directs the mage hand to turn the candle holder and he shuts the door in front of him. And then this other door opens and then uh, a rat scurries by and hits a button. <laughs> And all the things happen. Yeah. Um, and uh, who would notice this? I think for two different reasons. I think Thunic and Dren should make perception checks. Can I say that since Thunic got a one on survival, he had a freak out moment and started talking to some of that the razor weed everyone's talking about? And the razor weed is just as hateful as that strange <laughs> shadow plant. I rolled a two, so that would be a one. Okay. <laughs> I'm either really good or really shit right now. That's okay. Uh, Fourteen. Fourteen. So you're having your freak out moment, and there is, and you found like a little bit of the razor weed. Did did you try to touch the razor weed? Thunic clearly doesn't what? want to be touched. I know, but it doesn't but mean would, that Thunic wouldn't would start try. talking. To... Actually, you're right. He'd probably be like, "Hi, little razor Ow. weed." And this thing is like paper cut deep, like one of those. Um, mm -hmm. But um, as uh, you know, sings his song, which you find a little calming because you know it's a nice, familiar song. Song, and um, but it's almost like you feel like it quiet for a moment, like the the sound. For you, not like physically, like it quiets, but it's almost like um, uh, uh, 
the the back the sound of the of all of the people and the press of humanity and that physical pressure that you've been feeling from being able to look up and see more of of that you feel like that pressure starts to lessen a little bit and almost like it quiets down and it's like you're seeing this almost like an it's like an organism as it's uh moving with itself and uh, uh, it, you can see how the different pieces are fitting together. And you see, like, as Eno is opening and shutting doors and the, and the rat comes out and pushes the button and and all these things. And it could all just bear, be very coincidental. But you can see, wow, wait, there actually might be a purpose here. You don't know what it is, but you feel a little calmer about it. You don't want to come back, but you just... <laughs> But you're not. It's not. You're not as as freaked out. But uh, you know, Freno, 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 Freno. You broke my heart, Freno. Um, uh, uh, you know, you you um, you open the door for Waterdeep, and it's a door that looks like it's uh, opening up to a brick wall. But you can see there's a shimmer of light. Uh, that is that is cat that, that as you open it sort of like a waterfall of light sort of cascades down within the door frame and you feel it you've opened an appropriate portal nice work to and you gotta just go straight through goes right through everyone else yes yeah i'm keeping my eye on hugon so i'll follow next Voom, through and then don't yes. you know Alexi, maybe you should go next. All right, then. Thank you very much. He after you through the door. Boom! Everyone goes. Yep. Because we can't. And I go Alexi. through. And Thunuk, you're after left you. there. All of your friends have gone through the door except for you. <laughs> then the what? closes, and you are stuck uh, in sickle. Uh, he 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 stands up and he, he rushes out. Yeah, through the door. And just whoop, and door shuts behind you. And uh the where you all emerge is in a twenty foot by twenty foot room. That is 20 feet high. There's a cube on the inside. And it is uh, very well lit. It looks like uh, a white marble floor with um, like polished granite uh, walls. If you've ever seen that, it's actually, it's, it's, it's very, it's interesting. If you've ever seen po like the polished granite where it's like it's stone, but it's been polished to like glass smooth. Um, and it's a pain in the butt to do. I'll tell you what. <laughs> and uh, and speaking as Drenmai and as Clues, and uh, and you see on the opposite side of the room there is a door. There's the door you just came from. As you come through, it's basically just like um, uh, bricks that are set into the granite wall behind you. Um, you're not sure if it was carved that way. If bricks were actually placed there, the workmanship is is mwah, beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um. But on the floor in front of you, set into this white marble, 
is the Acquisitions Incorporated logo. Wow. I think, I think we're, I think we're in the headquarters. Would be nice. They're uh, far more mercenary than we are, and uh, they'll do anything for money. So, since I used to work for them, do I recognize this place? Uh, this looks like one. I still work for them, but I used yeah. to work here. Yeah, used to be at the home office. Then you, yeah, took a different, uh, a different path. Um, yes, uh, this looks like one of the. Uh, portal rooms that they use because, uh, you know, obviously there's a need to mm-hmm. have contact. Now that now that there are branches opening, one, there was probably already, we, well, we knew. We know for a fact that there is a reason why uh, there might be doorways from Sigil to Waterdeep, specifically at Inc-wise. Um, but you know that this was sort of like a safety precaution that uh, they had some of the gateways redirected to Acquisitions Incorporated and specifically into like these holding rooms. So that way it couldn't be like a random closet in the Acking headquarters it would all of a sudden open up from Sigil and who knows what come, would come rushing out of there. Mm-hmm. So that it provides ample ambush and assassination opportunities, opportunities for theft, incorporate espionage. So as a safety precaution... Um, as part of the uh, portal protocols, uh, the portals have all been redirected to like these safety rooms within within headquarters. So that way, if need be, um, they could seal the room off if if forces untoward were trying to attempt access to uh, headquarters this way. So, and you can see there's like a scrying orb like set into the door. So they can see, like, who's coming out. Mm. Um, I wave at it. And you hear a boom. And it turns, it, it like turns a little green so you know that it's actually been unlocked. You're allowed to leave the room. Oh. I, well, I think... Um, I... I I conjure the mage hand again, and I have it <laughs> open the door. <laughs> I have I, it turn the handle. I'm. I'll act as cool as possibly can, just because I see them like panicking. But I've been here before, so it's like, yeah, it's it's like, oh, this is normal, blah blah blah, and they can have their whatever reaction. <laughs> yeah, I don't 100 percent trust <laughs> yep. everything yeah. that I'm seeing all the time, and yep. I've, I've so, been burned before. Here's the question. For for Dreadmai, because hmm. yeah, there's that gear of. All right, is it that okay? Is it that Dreadmai is actually cool with it and be like, no, nah, whatever, you know? It's like this is my famous friend, right? But no, we're actually friends. Or is it more like you're trying to act cool because you're like, oh no, I know that I've been here and that makes me a little bit more special than everyone else in this room right now because I've been here before. So it, I don't it, think she has that much like depth or narcissism. <laughs> it's literally just like this is somewhere I've been. Okay. Okay, let's just do the thing like mm-hmm. how to describe it or for like us like it's I've a comfort. Been so many packs it's like I've been here nothing's interesting but I still love it. No, no, it's yeah, it's not um, 
you're not inflicted with that sense of awe. It's yeah, like, I don't have is, that. There, there's a comfort. There's a comfort. Okay, so you can see that there, there's a comfort yeah. with Drenmai because it's like, oh, this is – I've been here before. Um, and yet, so Mage Hand, door opens, and it opens up into a hallway. And it's like uh, – in my head, I have like this almost like – it's like a um, uh, like a 60s corporate office vibe where there's people – up and down the hallways it's people having conversations with each other it's a very corporate environment it's very I need fuzzy a water and cooler alive. somewhere yeah there's water <laughs> there's a water cooler there's people that are like having cooler conversations. golem somewhere yeah <laughs> what's the name of the bot they had that give the potions you know just uh they uh but it's like it's very it's very like you can almost hear like the of like this is this is corporate Right. There's a very there's a vibe to it. And you're not entirely sure that it's not a manufactured vibe like there's you wouldn't be surprised yeah. if Omen hired people just to stand around talking at the water cooler. So it's like, oh, wow, this is a really busy place. And look at those people over there talking at the water cooler. This is the, the it's like it's a manufactured like culture. You know? <laughs> so it might be thing the, is <laughs> so disgustingly orderly, <laughs> like nauseatingly in place. Pages are running back and forth, delivering notes between offices and letters. There's actually, you know, there, there's, uh, there's a mail. Hugon will snatch them. a page, like literally, if need be, off of the ground. Uh, dexterity check to see if you're able to do so. Uh, that's a natural 20. Womp, 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 womp. All right. <laughs> he doesn't even look. He just <laughs> snaps out a hand and grabs one by the As back of the car. By. Off the uh, ground. Uh, Where is the exit? Uh, well, that would be Drenmai would be able to lead you to the exit. Yeah, but I hate her. <laughs> I don't want to talk. But you're to grabbing you. the piece of paper, or you're grabbing the page. The actual page. Oh, person. I thought you were trying to grab a piece of paper. I'm, no, <laughs> I was like, 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 hey, you like, said there are pages running back. I just and had forth. this vision. I just had this vision of you grabbing a piece of paper. Where's the exit? No. <laughs> a living person. Living person. And he's like, uh huh. Down the hall, up the stairs, and to the left, through the gift shop. <laughs> Drop. Exit. Thank you, sir. H- Hugon, don't you think maybe a little bit... Nope. Oh. I love how exit... In fact, when I need your opinion about what I think, I will surely ask. Oh, I love this. Well, <laughs> you need to stop taking that tone with me, sir. <laughs> what are you going to do? What am I going to do? Well. Is the answer nothing? Because I'm feeling like it is. Oh, God. Maybe next time. Hey, the mask know, smiles. Maybe next yeah. time you can maybe show a little bit more friendliness mm-hmm. towards your fellow. Towards your fellow coworkers. We're a team, Hugon. For now. Are, are you okay, Hugo? Like Did I'm not okay. Breakfast? Just get breakfast. <laughs> I think you might. I think you may have skipped breakfast. But he's got a lot of thoughts today, pissing me off. And he just goes right on out. You know we'll remember this. You know we'll remember this. Minus 10! 
Um, <laughs> I guess I guess he's fine. I turned to Dren. Yeah, I think he's. <laughs> we should probably go get him some some breakfast. What do you think? Uh, I wanna I wanna see like the home cooking edition with Hugon. <laughs> the what? The home cooking edition. Like like everyone's trying to like shove you off basically to go do food and it's like they're, they'll physically sit you down it's like here try this food try this food if not get drunk or you know something yeah. it just, sounds awful like ridiculous reality montage. show yeah <laughs> it's just funny in my it sounds not enjoyable in the slightest <laughs> <laughs> well let's see okay with with my knowledge of where we are, is there some place where I can appease them to get food? Uh, Not gift shop food. <laughs> no, no, you don't want the gift shop food. There is, I mean, there's the cafeteria. Okay. Well, there's the cafeteria I... and there's the executive dining room, but you know, you don't get access to the executive dining room. That's okay. There's only I, uh... like there's only like four, five. Wait, one, two, three, four, five. There's six people. Uh, alive that are allowed access to the uh, executive dining room. Okay. So, I'll uh, I'll nod to Eno and Thanook and be like, okay, well, let's let's head this way and we'll, we'll get him some actual food. And well, I'll I think he's on his way out, though, if, I, if I'm understanding. He's on his way, like, out the door. So unless you're going to physically try to physically restrain him, which I think we know how that would end, or at least what the result of that would be, uh, he's he's on his way out the door. We we should, Dren. We should follow him. I'm I I'm really worried. So tempted to polymorph him into a frog. Um, I, please, I wouldn't... please try that and see how long you live. <laughs> please just try that. <laughs> I wouldn't antagonize him right now. He doesn't, he seems like a little, I mean, if it's even possible, he seems a little more <laughs> seems on edge. Hugon. <laughs> I mean, he's like, almost. Is this Hugon in his 20s, like brimming with testosterone? That does not seem inaccurate to you. Okay. I mean, Hugon is almost Hugon. <laughs> Good night, folks. Uh, good night, folks. Uh, we all we lost Dungeons and Dragons. I didn't know you could, but apparently there's a way to lose. And we oh, just did. that was it. <laughs> Everyone dies. TPK. There's a no, fail no, no. state. There's a fail state. There's lots of <laughs> and, and, and TPK ain't it. <laughs> I think yeah. that pun might have been. <laughs> I love how there's a way you can lose D and D but not win. Um, oh, but winning is the friends we make along the way. <laughs> let's see. <laughs> like halfway tempted to freaking try and grapple him, but we know how that works. I'm still a pretty strong boy. Yeah, but we know how your grapples work. I know, and I've been rolling either really good, I'll either crit or I'll fail. <laughs> crit or die. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well then. I guess we'll just have to follow him since he's on his mission. Is ev are people just going to let him roll through like he's been here before? Uh, got an Ack Ink bag. Yeah, badge. that's true. You got the Ack Ink bag. We all do. We so. do belong here. 
And it's really, yeah, it's not like he's got like a visitor pass on there. And generally you're it's seeing- It's not like, so much more that he's not allowed here. It's just that nobody's ever seen him here. Uh, but that's not uncommon. Uh, okay. There, You know, there, there's- um, And these are all actors. Yeah, half of them are actors, so it's it's more like a some of it's like the uh, like a Truman They're Show. They're contractually obligated to not interact with employees. Yeah, because if you get asked the question and you don't know the answer to it, that could be the end of your you know you get your part gets cut, right? And they they, they recast you, and you know you don't want to go through you do not want to go through the recasting process. It's yes. First, you have to be melted down, yes. and then <laughs> they start all over. Um, so, but you are seeing that there's people, and yeah, I mean, people are bringing, there's clients that are coming in. It's just, it's not on con- contractors, things like that. Uh, other franchises from all over the place. Um, but there are, basically there is like a, a, a parting of the sea of people as Hugon's working his way out. Because people also do know as part of the orientation training that if something looks angry, just stay out of its way. If something looks sharp, stay out of its way. If something looks glowy, stay out of its way. If something looks gym, stay out of its way. Because, you know, things are going to happen, you know, if you don't. On purpose or by accident. It's just the nature of... It's the nature of Acquisitions Incorporated. Monsters. And fabulous riches. Um, Okay, so... Hugon, he goes up the steps, you go out, you get to the gift shop area where you have all of the, all the various and sundry, um, you know, collectibles. There's the, there's, there's the plushies. There's the t-shirt wall. Mostly Jim. I want, I Some want Viari. a Jimmy plushie. That'd be cool. Well, they have they have like the gym plushie, then they have like the giant gym plushie, but then they also have like then the, they have the gym body pillow. The there is the gym body pillow. They have that. Well, you need that, and it's got it's got like it's been enchanted with like you know spooning action on that. So um, I mean, why wouldn't it? You know, because everyone sometimes you need a. Viari tried, but it was hurting gym body pillow sales, so mm-hmm. they took the Viari body pillow off the line. Yeah, because the Viari pillow. It got a little oh, randy, bad. yeah. I mean, it never, it never, it, it understood no is no, but the problem was that it's he, not even enchanted. It just hugs. It just hugs. It back. just, it just hugs back. It just hugs There's back. something about it. Sometimes it was just Viari. Um, it was <laughs> surprise. <laughs> and uh, there's a little Viari in every one. You don't want to know. Uh, there's like the, you know, the baby Jim plush. You know, that's been a really popular item. Um. You know, they've got the uh, they've got the glass case out with all the, the, the these are like where the, the collectibles are. Right. You've got like the uh, like the the replica Ack Inc. badges that people, you know, you know, if you ever been down to the beach, like especially here, like in Jersey, people can buy like Ocean City Beach Patrol stuff that they can wear. It's like you're not actually on the beach patrol, but you're still wearing it. Eh. Um, but yeah, so they got like the, the Ack Inc. badges that are like oh, like pewter looking, you know, that you get the collectibles. Um, there's the, um, um, you know, there's like the framed photos that are signed, you know, that you can buy that are like set in like the plexiglass, you know, for collectible. There's the, um, there's the, uh, uh, the Ack Inc. CCG cards that they have laid out, you know, that have all been, you know, rated to make sure that, you know, if you need that for your, for your deck, you know, they have all those behind glass and everything. So. (laughs) Green foam fingers. Mm-hmm. Don't know what you're talking about. Foam fingers. 
Um, no idea. Anyway. No, so you can't see it because the camera angle is just a little bit off. But it's, it's <laughs> yeah, right, I'm like, what right are you looking at? Oh, I'm sorry. Or my phone finger. <laughs> he's like, he keeps turning around. There's nothing there. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's uh, you know, it's it's you know, it's nicely appointed gift shop. It's doing a, some a brisk a brisk amount of business, you know, because exit through the gift shop. Um, right. So walk outside. There's like the you know, right by the exit. There's the the inflated wavy hand guy. You know purple you know there's one that looks like jim there's one that looks like viari you know just waving its hands around um not sure what's powering it but hey that's that's the thing so when you find yourself uh you exit out and you find yourself in water deep and i'm trying to remember i don't think they ever described what ward the headquarters was in i would imagine it would be in the trade ward did did they? At the beginning of season three. Oh god, that's a long time ago. A long time space ago. season. Last year. Hmm. Yeah, they, they do at the beginning of that season, and then I don't remember where they said it was. Oh. Well, for oh, right, all right. right now, we'll just say so. You find we yourself. We can retcon it. Uh, retcon it's in the trade ward. Um, that makes the most sense. I mean, it's where all the merchants and people are going to go. So, um. Yeah, you find yourself in the midst and the hustle and bustle of uh, Waterdeep. You do know that uh, the watch there does keep uh, keep the peace and that uh, the use of it, like beyond like petty crime, you know, there's there's guards that come after that. But you do know all of you are aware of the fact. Well, maybe not Thunic, but the rest of you would be aware of the fact that uh, justice for uh, egregious crimes and use of magic is dealt with swiftly and decisively by very, very powerful uh, wizards and uh, Water Davian security does not fuck around. No, it's uh, so. And this is like this is like if if like you're in like if, if you remember back in EverQuest trying to pick a fight with the guard, bad idea because they were always leveled up beyond anything else that was out there. So it's one of those things that's like. Uh, you're, you would know that if you were to do anything really untoward, that it would be met with retribution beyond uh, your probably ability to deal with in a reasonable manner. That, that sounds like Ultima, like the fir first few iterations <laughs> of Ultima. You fuck with the, the law response and... to anything above yeah. petty theft in Waterdeep is scorched earth. <laughs> <laughs> In this kind of environment, I don't, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Like, they have a sect of people that they call in if things go bad that they don't care about collateral damage. And the Lords of Waterdeep are, solve this problem immediately, and they go and they solve it, and people die. Noted. <laughs> but you find yourself, uh... So, but effectively, uh, Thunuk should probably not cast Calm Emotions on Hugon. Um, that would be bad. Well, that might be bad for him. It wouldn't. It, that wouldn't summon the. Uh, um, uh, wouldn't summon like the SEAL Team Six, but like a guard would be like, "Hey, don't do that." Yeah, I'm looking for. Well, it's like I dragon mean, shouting in town. That's like that's like the stuff that's like you do it, and it's not like. That that's like below, you know. It's like unless Hugon went and made a complaint to like the guards or the watch, a civil complaint, and that would then be brought before a magistrate uh, for you know reckless 
use of magic or something like that. So, but that wouldn't like automatic. It'd be more like if Dren cost cast fireball, that would summon. And I'm trying to remember the name of it. I have. I, I'm looking in. It's in, gray something. It's like oh, gray oh, watch or oh oh uh, force gray. Yeah, yeah. If, if that would that would summon force gray, and that would be. There's a frost giant on force gray team. Yeah. By the way, like a legit frost giant. Oh. He's yeah. mean. Yeah, that would not. He's really not. Nice. Yeah, so like doing that, like mild mischief and things like that, is not going to do, do much of anything. But if it devolves into like like a fight, for example, then it would be like, oh, okay. Then the guards and the watch might get involved. But if it turns out that it's gonna be like, wait a minute, this is going to turn into something that needs to be contained, then Force Gray is is deployed, and that is going to be the end of whoever is going to whoever is so there is there is a level of escalation but again thuduk might probably doesn't know this him not being you know city wise and all that but mm-hmm. uh being that uh the others either through my guess is that hugon would probably know that just through military stories that's just that's you know that's the story that's going to get told of like dude force gray wow you know if one of like one of them showed up it'd be like wow that's guy you know that, that's like a awe inspiring thing um, Drenmai and, and, and Eno would know about it just from any time they had spent in Waterdeep that, you know, you know, there's just things you don't do that even Dren knows, <laughs> hang on, that gets me turned into Dren shaped jelly. Um, but you find yourself in the city of splendor, hustling and bustling with commerce and people and the smells of a city, and cities don't smell very good. Um, uh, but just the fabled and storied city of Waterdeep. Potential just abounds in the air. Dren, wh- any idea where he's going? Could just ask him. I don't think he's going to tell us. You gone. Where are we going? We? Mm-hmm. Following you. You don't have to follow me. Following you. Why? Yeah, we, we're we're a team. We're a team. <laughs> don't you, you know? have we something gotta... better to do? Probably. Well, we like have a we mission have a... or a job. Well, I Which mean, you're why... part of. Yeah. <laughs> why wouldn't know. Why wouldn't you come with us too? Because I have a very particular skill set, and it's not being utilized. Well, aren't you special? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I feel like. I have a very particular set of skills. <laughs> I, I feel like you. you're I feel like you're being very combative today. I feel like everybody is trying to get in my personal business and I don't appreciate it. If I have a personal matter to attend to, let me do it. Well, and why I will come you find just, you? Why didn't you just say that? Why should I have to explain myself? Well, you just go off on your own all the time. I mean, like what <laughs> Drin does it all the time. No one says shit to her but me. Thunuk does all kinds of nonsense on all you know, kinds of occasions. Normally, we do all talk about where where we're going to go and what we're doing. Normally, we do, but you just sort of leave. And, I mean, like... conversation it, going? What, do you, what it, do you want from me? It would be nice if you communicated to us, hey, I need to go take care of something. Okay, I'm going to go drink my face off at the docks. When you're done doing whatever it is you're doing, that's where I'll be. Sounds good. Thank you for communicating that to us. 
Drennan should have. Perhaps we should go take care of our business. Looks like some of us are going to be adults. Sonic looks, look, looks at Hugo and very, very squarely says, before you do that, you should have some water and eat something first. I, I, I think it's be, it'd be best. I'm, I'm glad to know what you think. Goodbye. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs> Gives him a hug. <laughs> and Hugon goes be stomping off through the streets down to. I'm assuming he's going to head down to like the docks. Oh yeah, area because waterfront. Well, because that satisfies the search criteria, right? It, it's it does. the the highest concentration of bars alcohol bad decisions in there do wells and, and that's and, and fire probably probably where you'll be able to where you'll be able to find uh zent the unwise and the uh, the other three of you and i have this I, so the visual i have is like hugon like stop so if we're looking at the camera the camera's coming probably like a, a low shot by the street as people are walking back and forth we see the buildings of water deep the blue sky above and hugon like marching off doing his thing and there's Eno and Thunuk and Dren is sitting up on Thunuk's shoulder kind of like watching Eno stomp off and with various levels of concern curiosity not Eno stomping off not Eno Hugo's. sorry Thunuk stomping off and like the Hugo. Hugo. Stomping not off. Thunuk Hugo. stomping off <laughs> reset okay <laughs> Hugo stomping off because Brian knows names and Okay. The three it's of like you. my father. My father, like when he's like, he needs something. He just shouts every child's name, and eventually somebody, like all four of us, will show up, and he's like, "I need you," and couple, the others couple, will depart. A couple of the dogs' names get thrown in there. Just, just you. Okay. Um, the three of you stand watching Hugon stomping off with various levels of concern, curiosity. However, you're reacting to that, um, and left to your own devices. Which I think we'll be picking up on your own devices next week. Because this is a good place for us to to call it today's game. Okay. So. Yeah, City of Splendors is pretty wild. Yes, we're going to have some fun in Waterdeep as T-Mex continues their their odyssey around <laughs> around Faerun and uh, the adjacent realms. Um, but yeah, uh, that, that is today's game. So. Uh, we will be right back with the table talk. Happy so, took. So stick around, and uh, we will see you in just a couple of minutes. So everybody behave themselves. Or don't. <laughs> it's fine. It's <laughs> Team X is a production of Eat, Drink, Roll. Starring Yvonne Martino as Thunuk Gentletrunk. Roz as Eno. Gideon Reese as Hugon Valander and Christina Witten as Dren My Gemweaver, with Brian Wiggins as the Dungeon Master. Please support Team X by subscribing to the Twitch channel or backing us on Patreon. Search Eat Drink Roll as one word on either platform. Follow us on Twitter at Eat Drink Roll. Theme music by Big Giant Circles. Please visit their website at music.biggiantcircles.com.